five parts in, the end of the thing, it's time for this subseries to go into the Summerland? Summer Country. Summer Country, not the Grey Havens or anything. Anyway, hit the theme music. Summer Country! Yeah, that's right. Yeah, good stuff. Summer Country, not Summerlands? Summer Country. I don't know. It's fucking Welsh lore. Welcome, dear listener readers, to Slow Readers, your weekly fast-paced literature podcast. Brought to you by Top Gallant Radio. Here, the conversation is always on books. It's always on reading. It's always on words on the page. It's always on series. It's always on lore. It's always on fantasy. It's always on magic. It's always on books. It's always on giants. It's always on giant. Gi- glue the giant. It's always on whatever they are. I want a whole um <clears throat> a, a sub subseries about glue. 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 Glue the giants. Oh, the tremble before glue. Tremble before glue. Yes. And uh, Gabriel. Yes, sir. Who do we introduce ourselves first? Oh, no. And then first, the, we talk. The... We say that I'm. Uh, this is the only explicit literature comedy okay. podcast on all the podcasting platforms. True. No one else has the. Balls. No one has the goddamn gall to say things like balls. No one has the audacity to say words like peen. Nah, you know they don't got the balls. They don't got the balls. You know this might be um extremely late to consider this. Is. Why do we go from introducing the show, doing the uh the explicit literature podcast thing, and then I think we even do. No, I think we, ju- we do we that. Introduce ourselves. And then we introduce. Why don't we? Why don't we introduce the show? Introduce ourselves. Then do the explicit oh i guess i, I mean technically uh, makes yeah. i mean i know like we're, we're these are just organically or, or, we, or we could just say or we could like wrap it up soon we could just do um a welcome we to can wrap readers. can we wrap it up now <laughs> instead of doing the uh the it's always about we can just we can do the branding then and also who are you sir hello everyone my name is gabe mara i'm a comedian every now and again i'm a writer and a podcast producer mm. and if you're ordering sweet sweet sour as fuck margaritas in the studio city of los angeles area i'm probably making them for you at the bar at oyster house mm-hmm. co-host who are you i'm daniel gonzalez 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 an audio producer editor writer and an author fiction a fiction and this is our show yeah and, uh we're, we're fucking doing it and one last thing before we fully talk about what the fuck we're gonna talk about yeah is that we want you out there if y'all are enjoying this because we're at the very end of a five-part sub-series that Pre-dained. we've been doing it's been a lot of fun predained mm-hmm. um that hey if y'all have enjoyed this journey into the land of predain with us yeah uh, do one little thing for one little fucking favor for us, you don't guys. Just hit that button that says subscribe. Hit subscribe. Press one button one to support button. our show. And yeah. if you can be bothered, please write a review for uh, us. We want the review. We want five. We'll stars. read all your reviews on the air, and we'll make T-shirts about you. Yeah, keep gonna check for reviews before we start. But um, yeah, a little, mm. every time so far, nothing. So far, <laughs> so far, nothing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so, no so sad. Just Johnny No Thumbs and uh, and Cure Talent Face, wh- whoever the right. that really fake person was who gave us a very positive review. We appreciate you. We appreciate it. Very fake name though. Yeah, Gabriel. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so let's 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 get right into it, right? Let's get right into it uh, because we we have a lot to talk about. And we do. Sort of. Well, maybe I don't know. All right, uh, Gabriel. So this is this is part five of five. Five of five. Unless of the we Chronicles do Chronicles of Perdane. Of the Chronicles of Perdane, uh, predained. Unless uh, we do a um, uh, the. Uh, I, I was thinking that. I was thinking that too. It's like technically we could have a part six out of five. Mm. Um, but Gabriel, yeah, we're right at the end. Uh, we're very excited to talk about the High King by Lloyd Alexander 
Pierce, Hamilton, King, Queen. Yes. And also, I think there's a Lord after Lloyd. Lord. Yes. Lord Lloyd. Lloyd, Lord. Philadelphia. Yes. John. Gabriel? Yeah. Uh, For this final thing, I believe you did some light research. Mm hmm. Gabriel? What what could possibly have we to learn still about this dork and this dork book? Well, Daniel, as you told me, I I did not know this prior. Part of what Lord Alexander based all of this on, besides Welsh lore and his time spent in Wales and mm-hmm. Europe and during World War One when he was a when he was an intelligence officer, um, he based a lot of this on the book of pre-Christianity Celtic lore mm-hmm. known as the Mabinogion. Yes. And from the Mabinogion, we have a couple of different characters who show up in this fiction yes. um, with completely different stories mm-hmm. because some of the shit gets real dark. And uh, including, as you will know from this book, The High King, uh-huh. Math, son of Mathenwi, and of course, Prince Gwydion. Prince Gwydion, yes. And also in particular, this one, uh, Perderi as well. And Perderi. Yeah. So Daniel, I did a little bit of research more into the Mabinagi chapters of Math and Gwydion because he didn't get much into those. He told, he told us about some of the earlier chapters. Yeah, well, I, I briefly explained that like, oh, in this story, there is a character named Math. Oh, and mm-hmm. I didn't explain Math because he just shows up and he's kind of an asshole or something like that. Well, in, in this? Uh, in the Mabinogion. Oh, he has a whole book of him. Yeah. Anyway, so the name Math is thought to derive from the Proto-Celtic Matu, meaning good, fortunate, but also being euphemism, euphemism for a bear. <laughs> That's and something Gwydian, I'm going to call my brother. So, so Math and Gwydion are basically completely intertwined, all thought the Mabinogion. There's a lot of fucking ridiculous stories about them. Before mm-hmm. we go into that, um, Gwydion, son of Don, in the Mabinogion, not... In, in the in the Chronicles of Perdane, he's very much the Strider Aragorn type. Mm-hmm. But in the original lore, that that ain't quite him. He does a lot of wily shit. He's actually yeah. much more mm-hmm. like a Loki type, which mm-hmm. is kind of wild. Yeah. Come on, boy. What, what are you go. doing? <laughs> no, my, my iPad <laughs> continues to fuck with me. So, Gwydion in the Mabinogion is a magician, hero, and trickster. Mm-hmm. And he primarily appears in the fourth branch of the Mabinogion. And it's all, a lot of it focuses around his nephew, Lu Lao Gif. Yeah, no, these Welsh names. Uh, yeah, huh? these Welsh names are fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the most famous story about Gwydion and Math is um, there was, uh, they were, they kind of caused a war. Uh-huh. So Gilfaidwi, nephew to uh, Math, Math, son of Math and me, mm-hmm. he becomes obsessed with uh, Math's virgin footholder, Gowen. Daniel, want to re-explain what the virgin footholder is? I don't remember. Um, so, Math, yeah. in order to be well, survive, win, mm-hmm. whatever, Math needs to rest his feet on the lap of a virgin. That's what it was. I was thinking, like, footholder. I'm like, what does that mean? And it's like... Virgin footholder. Virgin footholder, yes. Which that is sounds like a weird, like, cultish, like, shoe store. There's something weirdly, like fairy tale-esque about that where it's just like i'm the evil king and i need to rest my feet on a on a human being who must be a virgin must be a virgin yes yeah so um gwydion's brother gilfaidui he becomes obsessed with math's um footholder so Mm -hmm. his uncle so um uh, gwydion decides to start a war between the north and the south so gilfaidui can go ahead and uh and rape go with Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing is like, like Gwydion's like, Ooh, my brother wants to have sex with our uncle's virgin footholder. I'm going to go fabricate a war. So Math has to go fuck off and fight a war. And that way my brother can rape this girl. Yeah. So totally chill, Gwydion. 
Yeah, that uh, that was a uh, when I was talking about the stories in the I forgot what, the, what the, the romances I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like like two of the stories were like some dude believes his wife is being an asshole, so he ties her up and forces her to march and do this thing, and then turns out she's all right, but he proves himself to be a great warrior. Yeah, hey, the yeah. patriarchy. Anyway, so after many bloody battles in this North South War that predicated on just distracting a man, um, it's agreed that to prevent any more bloodshed. Um, there's going to be a one-on-one battle, and it's between Gwydion and Pryderi. Mm-hmm. The two contenders meet at a place called Evelyn Reed. Um, we should also note, Pryderi is, especially in the four branches of the Mabinagi? Mabinagi, Mabinagi. Um, that He's kind of like the more or less central character of the whole thing, even though he's not always the main character. Yeah, his name means anxiety. His, yeah, his name means anxiety. And because of that, Gwydion fucking kills him. Yeah. Dead. So that's that's kind of that. Take that, dude. So when Meth finds out about all this nonsense and, and, and the rape and whatnot, he turns his nephews, Gilfathi and Gwydion, into a series of mated pairs of animals. Gwydion becomes a stag uh, for a year, okay. then a sow, and then a wolf. And Gilfathi becomes a hind deer, a boar, and a she-wolf. And every year they produce an offspring, which is sent to Meth. Uh-huh. So the two brothers become animals of different genders, and they fuck and create a child, and Math gets them. So after three years, Math's like, all right, we're good. We're good now. Mm-hmm. And he tries to find a new footholder. Gwydion <laughs> suggests his sister, Arianrad, who is magically tested for virginity by Math. During the test, she gives birth to a, quote, sturdy boy of thick yellow hair, who Math names Dylan. And uh, there's something very, like... Greeky. There's a lot of Greek shit. There's a lot like, of sense of like um like the Iliad and such. Yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna say like between the sexuality where like women are very much like kind of treated like some kind of livestock, but like everybody wants to fuck these dudes. The dudes are so sexy with their thick thighs or whatever. You just yeah, said there. It's, just, it's fucking like, yeah insane. So here's the last bit I want to tell yeah. you about. This is the Battle of the Trees. Mm-hmm. So a large tradition seems to have once surrounded the Battle of the Trees, a mythological conflict fought between the Sons of Dawn and the forces of Anwen, the Walsh Otherworld. Uh-huh. I think it's something like, like Aron. Uh-huh. Gwydion's brother steals a white roebuck and a whelp from Aron. Aron? Aron? Aron. Aron. There's, there's like a slight like like a trill of the R, Aron. Aron? But yeah, that's like, cool. That's close enough. He's the king of the Otherworld have a big battle. Gwydion fights alongside his brother mm-hmm. and assisted by Lou, his nephew, I believe, enchants uh-huh. the elementary trees and sedges to rise up as warriors against Aron's foes, forces. The elder leads the attack, the aspen falls in battle, and heaven and earth tremble before the oak. So, I don't even know what any of that means. All bunch it's just of copy and paste this? Pretty much. Okay. And a warrior fighting alongside Aron cannot be vanquished unless enemies can guess his name. Okay, what? So Gwydion guesses the warrior's name. This is like, maybe like the Horn King kind of equivalent. Uh-huh. And he identifies him from the sprigs of Alder in his shield and sings two Englings. Uh-huh. Sure hoofed is my steed, impelled by the spur. The high sprigs of Alder are on thy shield. Bran, art thou called? Bran. Okay. Art thou called, of the glittering branches. Sure hoofed is my steed in the day of battle. The high sprigs of Alder are on thy hand. Bran by, bran- by the branch thou bearest. Has Amethion the good prevailed? Okay. <laughs> and Gwydion fucks some shit up, and he oh. beats Aron. All right, that sound that's that's interesting. So in summation, the Mabinogian is fucking wild. Yeah, no, it's fucking wild. It, uh, it's it's fucking crazy shit. Ain't no Christians there. 
No. Not yet. Put your cookie Celts. They came over and fucked it up with the grail. <laughs> anyway, but uh, Gabriel, um, very interesting stories there. However, now for us to sadly move on oh. to the summarization about what the fuck is going on in the, in the High King final book of the Chronicles of Prenane. Five. The High King. Fuck five. Now again, like another cool thing for people who, for whatever reason, missed that when we talked about in the previous things, is that. <clears throat> um basically like uh this was supposed to be a trilogy mm-hmm. and then i think when writing i think the castle of lear uh alexander fake name uh alexander yeah, yeah, yeah. said the oh no this needs to be four books and then basically after a near-death experience he very quickly wrote the last book what was a near-death experience i i cannot find something when you was go- it um autoerotic when you google his probably i mean they all you try has, that it has to be but um if you google like his name and like near-death experience there's like some like kind of like shitty like like spiritual mystical self-help writer named like alexander some alexander something and like it'll talk about like like me and my near-death experience what i learned so like i couldn't find it sure but uh but no that's it um he had a near-death experience very quickly wrote the last book the high king Mm -hmm. gave it to his editor his editor was like i'm not crazy about this what if you wrote a book between the last one and this one and that became Terran Wanderer. My favorite in a series. Um, and in, it's kind of interesting because I think that this book, which is longer than the other ones. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's by a, by a bunch. Like oh, this, really? This one is about as long as a short novel, whereas a lot of the other ones were very short. Very novella-y length? Essentially, yeah. I mean, technically, like, I know, you know, if you want to, there's people out there who are super, like, like, finicky about what qualifies about length, especially in terms of genre. But, um... This one, but this one's like actually like this, like the length of a short novel. Anyway. Okay. But, uh, but that's it. So the high King and winner of the Newberry award. Yes. The only one that won the Newberry award. Yes. Uh, the black cauldron was nominated. Yes. Or, or something Correct. Like that. Uh, that's it. Um, and, and you'll give me a, a, a help with this because again, first time getting into this book, I listened yeah. to the audiobook as read by mm-hmm. Charles Langton. Yes, indeed. Uh, I think, I believe that's his first yes. name. And I'm the one, <laughs> I'm the one who suggested we do this series because yes. this is my favorite fantasy series from when I was a child. Yes. So you've definitely read this before. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is, there's a lot of shit going on in this one. Yeah, a lot happens. It's very, uh, a lot of things happen. Considering the fact that like, like the last two eventually were, like felt like, People, two uh, characters go different directions and like they meet up with like usually the same band of companions sure uh, and then like things happen they meet people you know and this one it's like it's very fantasy-esque let's say with like yeah big battles and it's the most like a it, uh a it's the most, yeah it's the most epic fantasy which is that's the very good called. way to put it yeah um but yeah but that's that it still barely is but this one definitely yeah. like like it, it wastes like very that. little time for being as long as it is yeah it's it's like that but it's also very short yes. um which is kind of interesting american but, writing yeah yeah break it up into five books and make them short Fuck yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay, so hiking, right? So when we... It begins, We're going hiking. It begins days after Terran Wanderer. Mm-hmm. Terran comes back to uh, 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 Cal... Kier Dalbin. Kier Dalbin, thank you. That makes sense, Kier Dalbin. I don't know why I never made the connection. <laughs> um, Kier Dalbin, uh, because he hears like Elon Wee is there and whatnot, and Eloi, she sees Terran and is like, holy shit, he got hot. He got wicked He got. Bro. He's like jacked as shit. Check out this thing I embroidered for you. <laughs> But, uh, and not only that, but like in fucking no time at all, basically everyone's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, like literally er- like uh, er- a bunch of people are there and whatnot. And then Fluter Flam. Fluter- well, Fluter Flam shows up uh, and that's when the plot kicks in. 
Um, King Rune with a with a poor old uh, King Rune's also there. Yeah, From we haven't seen him since Book Three. Uh, uh, the the he was Prince Rune. He was Prince Rune. Of Mona. Now he's King actually. Right? King Rune. Yeah. So um, but oh, yeah, uh, Fluter Flan shows up and is like, oh my god, Gwydion needs help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he basically says that like, oh fucking like Arand, the Death Lord. Yeah. Uh, basically walked. Sauron. In, but yeah, he's basically Sauron. Um, <laughs> I mean the name the name comparison is so Sauron Aron Sauron Aron there must be something with like what these root like things are that yeah. like if you're like a like a linguist nerd like the, like those two guys well I, I wonder <laughs> I mean like like Aron is the name in the Mabinagian and I yeah. think like Tolkien is the one who took it and changed it up for his own benefit something like that yeah it, it it's like Tolkien. I'm sure like the fair <laughs> folk or the hobbits, that kind of yeah, thing. Kind of making dwarves, whatever. We're making. Yeah. There's also. Okay. Yeah. We've said this before. Right? There's many kind of similarities between the two because they're kind of. Similarly like, literities? The similarities. things. Silmarillion literities? They're based on the same kind of mythology and stories. There's also like um the way that animals are treated where they're kind of like their own. Medwin. Like kingdom essentially and like mm. their languages as one. Uh, but uh <clears throat> yeah okay this is gonna take forever to describe i need to get let let, let me do this as quickly as possible what are you turning us up turning Turn us down. down okay i'm yeah, hearing, no, I'm hearing our mouth sounds really hard <laughs> your mouth sounds your mouth sounds your you mouth fucker sound. yeah, fuck I'm you wine, it makes it really gaming well yeah no that's why i have the water but uh but on top of this okay so real quick basically like they find out that uh that aran is basically coming into this land and he's disguised as terran and apparently he surprised Gwydion. Gwydion, who's essentially kind of like the princely hero Aragorn. throughout the whole thing. He's like your Aragorn or whatnot. But um, and uh, he was surprised and was like wounded. Um, there's the evil, sort of evil, kind of like neutral evil. Uh, in like the D- in like the D and D thing, he she would kind of be like like maybe neutral or like evil neutral essentially, sure. you know. But uh, she's like she also shows up and was saying that's like oh yeah this is what's going on bye. Psh. Well, Akron Akron had been at Caradalbin. Remember, she like decided to still live there after the Castle of Lear fell. She did. Yeah. Oh, I don't... Yeah. She she's been there. Uh, there a lot of yeah. the beginning. I was kind of like on a walk and whatnot, so I That's missed fine. a lot of information. So what Daniel's kind of glossing over is that um, glossing um, uh, over like <laughs> yeah, Prince Gwydion gets tricked on his way to Caradalbin yeah. by of an apparition of of Terran being like Gwydion help me and because he gets ambushed they steal the magic sword Durnwin away from him right. it turns out that the person um the apparition of Terran was actually Aron himself so now this magic sword the only thing that can supposedly kill the lord of evil is stolen mm-hmm. and now everyone's like ooh this is bad now Aron is completely free to attack yes and do you want to seriously continue? Because there's a lot of plot points that yeah, you need to hit. we can just fucking gloss over these things. Yeah, so no, basically, that's... um, uh, so after that happens, um, the forces of good, um, the Sons of Dawn and friends, they decide to rally and take on and fight uh Iran. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit happens. Gosh, <laughs> um, they have an interlude at King Smoit's castle. Smoit. 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 Smoy, Smoy, King uh, where, where Mag, the one of the villains from Castle of Lear, has yeah. wormed his way to being a a uh, a follower of Aron. Mm-hmm. Um, 
King Rune dies in this in the skirmish very nobly. Uh-huh. A lot of characters die in this book, which makes me, which I love. Well, uh, one of the things that I actually really appreciate is the fact that like uh, you feel Alexander was kind of like drawing back to any character who appeared in any of these books who was like is still alive, and it was like, oh, here's a moment. Like fucking like like what's his name? Like Eden. Eden. Eden, yeah. Eden was in here. The uh, the those two like guys who were like fighting over like the cow gas and Gorion. like they turn up briefly. The a lot of them also from the previous book show up like yeah. primarily. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm that Taron basically basically Taron gets um recruited by Prince Gwydion <laughs> to unite the free comets who were all those villagers that he, be- he befriended like yeah. the Smith, um, Hevid, and um uh, all and Lonio, son of Lonwen. So basically, you know, everyone gets sent off in a different direction. And Taran, because he's like known amongst them, creates an army there. Uh-huh. So Taran gets that army going there, and they all gather at Cardathil, which is like the uh, King's Landing of the world. Uh-huh. It's where the King's Palace is. And once they get there, if their army's a mess, it turns out that King Pruderi, Gumguidian's like cousin or something. Something like that. He betrays everyone and decides to side of Iran. And massive battle happens. Countless losses. Lonio, son of Lonwin, the most resourceful man alive, dies. Yes. Fucking tragedy. <clears throat> bunch of bunch of like side characters die and whatnot. Yeah. Basically, like, the good guys lose this battle. They lose the battle yeah. quite badly. King mostly, Math is killed. King Math is killed, and they lose mostly because they're fighting well. But then the Cauldron born, who are basically immortal zombie warriors born of the Black Cauldron, yeah, they come and attack. Which is kind of, yeah, which is crazy. I um, I, I don't want to question it too much, but it's like, really, still, they have all these cauldron board and shit? I mean, I mm-hmm. guess they just had them, like, on reserve. They always <laughs> had a ton of them. They just never used them. Yeah, yeah, that was so. the point of destroying the black cauldrons to prevent them from making many more. Uh, they didn't really need to. I they mean, need to. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Mythology. Yeah, hey, like, um, it's an arms race, baby. <clears throat> Basically. So, um, from there, uh, um, after Caradethel Falls, mm-hmm. uh, Gwydion's like, okay, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. Here's the only thing we can do. Because the Cauldron Born are way out here, away from Anuvin, which is basically a... What's what's Sauron's town called? <laughs> um, Aruvin? No, it's Sauron's. I mean, like, in the in, Lord of Things? Yeah. Oh, Mordor. Mordor. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot the word Mordor. Yeah, it's essentially... Yeah, I was gonna say, like, you're forgetting Mordor? Yeah. Do you, have, do you also remember Mount Doom? <laughs> oh, Mount Doom. The, hey, there's Mount Dragon in this one. Yeah, there's Mount Dragon, which looks like a dragon. Looks like a dragon. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, so basically... looks a lot like the Mountains of Mordor, too, because essentially, like, if you don't... If you don't think that this book's gonna have a thing where basically a bunch of the heroes travel into the land of Mordor to face down Sauron, yeah. it fucking happens. <laughs> Listeners, I cannot stress this enough. If you are bored to death by lord of the rings and you want it done quicker by an american chronicles of perdane baby mm-hmm. so anyway um prince gwydion's like okay while well, the cauldron born are so far away from anuvin slash mordor here's all we can do i'm gonna get me and my boys we're going to sail to anuvin from the other side for a pincer attack mm-hmm. but what i need you to do Taryn. if the rest of the army you're my warlord you need to slow down the the immortal zombie army mm-hmm. as much as you can so we can defeat Iran. Mm-hmm. So a series of adventures and many deaths later, like Cole, Cole dies. I forgot yes. Cole died. Yeah, no. Um, honestly, like they're like, that's what I mean. Like a lot of shit happens. We're like, we Ad haven't clay shaper dies. We haven't mentioned the fact that one of the guys hanging out with like the companions, like the main characters, the whole thing. Glue. Is glue. 
um, which I had a lot to say because he just shows up he's like great. he's at called uh, Care Dalbin in the beginning and people are just cool with him. And I was like, this motherfucker. They're really? not cool with him. They're like, this fucking dick's still no, here. They're cool with him. Like, they're comparatively. They're happy like, with him being there, especially Fluter Flam. Yeah. Like, Fluter Flam's the only one who is like, this fucking asshole. This I want him a piece of shit. And he's great because he keeps complaining about, like, yeah. he keeps saying it's like, what? He's no longer a giant. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's just gone Dalbin back to his him. regular size. He's. Re- He's actually relatively short and he's gotten fat because he keeps eating as if he's a giant. Yeah. Um, and he constantly complains. He constantly acts like, like, oh, when I was a giant, things were good. Yeah. When, like, we know that when he was a giant, he was basically a miserable little asshole. He was going to kill somebody to not be a giant anymore. Yeah. He's a selfish bastard. Yes. And one of my favorite bits in the whole book always is when, uh, when, uh, Fluter Flam, like, he gets separate from the gang. And he's stuck with glue, mm-hmm. and they meet up with him again. It's like God, glue wouldn't shut up. Now, honestly, when glue was a giant, wait, no, fuck, now I'm doing it. Everyone, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, it's, it's great. So, um, they go on this horrible adventure, this straight up Lord of the Ringsy kind of thing, where they have to fight off the army of the dead, and they they have to travel all the way to Anuvin, uh-huh. up horrible mountains through terrible snows, endless misery. Having to like, like they meet Dolly the dwarf who helps them out. Yeah, we're, we're... they kill all the huntsmen of Anuvin by like by unleashing a uh, an entire waterfall on them. Yeah, I was gonna say like I forgot about that to be honest with you. That's yeah, that's pretty the, good time. There, so much shit happens. Uh, Fluid or Flam even breaks his like loo and whatnot to yeah, like save me, like, everybody. Oh, and... my friend, that's my hazy memory. Not to go, jump ahead, <laughs> uh-huh. that near the end of it, they're they're climbing this mountain, Mount Dragon, yeah. to get to Anuvin before the army of the dead, and um. And Fluter Flame breaks his own harp to have a fire for them. Yeah. And it's so... they, they needed it. Alonwe was going through stages of hyper... Uh, yeah, she was hypothermia. Hypothermia. fucking die. Yeah. So. so long story short, mm-hmm. they reached the mount, the, the, the pinnacle of Mount Doom, Mount Dragon. Sorry. <laughs> and um, and Taryn there at the very top of the mountain, he's trying to fend off, trying to fight off some of the cauldron born. He loses his ugly ass sword in a cliff. <laughs> And when he tries to push some rocks at them, he discovers at the top of this mountain mm-hmm. is Durnwin, the magical sword. Yeah. He pulls it out, he unsheaths it, it's made of fire, and he kills the cauldron, a cauldron born in front of him, and like magical deus ex machina, because he killed one with the magic sword, they're all dead. Yeah, they all just suddenly die. They all die. And the like, tide's turn. Yeah. Um, and then so, fast forwarding, uh, they end up in the Great Hall. Taryn ends up killing Aron with the magic sword. Yeah, uh, putting it very quickly, because, like, basically, <laughs> fucking Taryn was doing that thing where, like, you want to yell at him for being so stupid. We know that Aron shapeshifts. Like, apparently, yeah. he tricked Gwydion by pretending to be Taryn. Taryn, yeah. And then, like, so Taryn goes inside, like, the like the deserted... The like, Great the, Hall. The, the, the Great Hall of, of the evil Death the Lord. the Iron Gates. And, and Gwydion shows up, and, and Gwydion goes to Taryn saying... Listen, asshole, you <laughs> lowborn piece of Listen, shit. Listen, fuck shit. Give me that sword because I need it. And you, you and me are going to be rich and we're, you're going to be my boy. We're all about this. And Taryn goes, wait Wait a just second. a second. You're I, not. I have a question. Meanwhile, everyone in the audience What's is like- What's my middle like, name? It's like, that's fucking, that's him, dude. It's fucking Aron, you know bro. It's him. You should know this. Like, why yeah. don't you see that? And it still takes a moment to find out, like, figure out that that's Aron. Yeah. Uh, and then basically, Akron dies. Oh no, yeah. What? Ha- uh, uh, basically, like, there's complete, like, kind of like, as you said, like, almost like a Deus Ex Machina thing, uh, where essentially, like, 
uh, Akron is basically there being like, there he is. He's a fucking snake. He's a fucking one. Kill him. The snake's about to attack Taryn. Uh, she grabs the snake. Snake bites her instead and kills her. Mm. And then Taryn cuts the the snake with like a, a, the, his magical sword and shit. Turn win. And like, and bada bing. And that was like, yeah, that's Aaron. Bada bing. Exactly. Okay. That's what they say. That's what so, he comes in and goes, bada bing. Bada bing. Yeah. So um, Arana is defeated. Yeah. And all is well. Great job. Everyone goes home to Kara Dalbin. Yes. And at that point, they're like, well, guys, now that um, King Gwydion at this point is like, and Dalbin are like, well, guys, now that Aron's dead, um, we have to go. We got to get on the boats and go to the summer country because magic is fading from the world and we got to dip. You're all welcome to join us because you all oh, did yeah. a great job. Even glue, even that little <laughs> fuck shit. Uh, specifically, it was like the idea that any, anything that's at all magical needs to go. The uh, the feral folk uh, don't go, but they essentially close off their world to the yeah. to the, like the, uh, the like above ground world. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and basically, uh, Taryn is basically like, going, "Oh my god, I get to go! Oh my god, I get to go to the rest of our country. Me and I love are gonna get married." Yeah, he prefer- if you're chill with that, and she Alum goes, like, "I'm totes uh, chill." Yeah, dude, yeah. I've been waiting. I- I've seen that ch- that chest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but like then- a burly from smithing and weaving. <laughs> But then the uh, the three witches show up. He's a he became he became you know, he's a bit of a clay maker. You know what that means for the ladies? Semen? No, he can make good pots. Okay. What the fuck? So the then the three Semen. the three witches show up and basically like in their conversation, uh, Taryn realizes, oh, I have all there's like the world still still needs a lot of help. Like yeah, Taryn made, made promises. He made promises and basically goes, I can't leave. I literally need to make up yeah. save these promises. I told King Rune that when he died that I would rebuild his his um uh, seawall yeah, sea in Mona. Wall. I promised Cole, who died saving me, that I'd fix his turnip garden. Yeah. He made promises. And like, yeah, and uh, essentially then uh, Elon Wee basically says, hey, I want to stay too but like she has to like renounce her ma- uh, magical abilities and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Dolbin, that fucking asshole, that fucking dick, he just goes, he does a total Willy Wonka. <laughs> he really and, does. And goes, you've passed the final test. Yeah. And basically said that the book of three, this book that like pops up throughout the whole thing and has never really been described until now has basically said like, here are all these like, pr- like prophetic, uh, like beats that someone, yeah. a person needs to hit. It's a beat sheet. It's like a beat sheet. Essentially. He describes it as it's not a, it's not a prophetic thing. It's a it's, book of if it's a book of if. So essentially like if somebody need like if someone of low born quality, yes. um, Pulls, uh, manages to draw a sword that the subject is noble and chooses a land of sorrow over a land of pleasure, yes. this man will become the high king of Perdane. And basically says, like, well, that's fucking it. Yeah, you passed you. the test, Charlie. You did it. Charlie, it's been <laughs> you all You've done it, Charlie. You've done it, Charlie. Um, and yeah, so and then basically the book kind of ends with- like, Mr. Slugworth? The little message. Like, oh, Aron wasn't really like a thing. He actually <laughs> worked for me. Mr. Slugworth all along. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, uh, uh, they, and then essentially like, uh, uh, well, those fucking assholes go off to Magical Land. Even Gurgi. Uh, Ger- even Gurgi goes to, he is c- demand, he's commanded by uh, uh, Terran to basically, mm-hmm. to, to go and not stay behind. Go be happy and not die. Um, but essentially, uh, no, no, then it's basically said that like, oh, Terran and then Alonwe became like king and queen, ruled the land, and and like 
the last few sentences basically refer to this kind of being like, oh, this is all f- mythic fantasy, and then like you can. It's what the it's, bards say. It, it's been so old that the only people who can tell a difference between like the fact and the the fiction and the history is essentially the bards. And hey, another tie-in to the only character um, that Lloyd Alexander <clears throat> claiming, oh, if I'm anyone in the book, I'm Fluter Flam. Yeah, it, basically, yeah, which is like a fantastic Fluter I'm Flam like, one too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like he basically claimed to be a pathological liar. So yeah, yeah, just saying. So yeah, no, it it totally makes sense. But yeah, yeah. checks out. And then the story ends, and uh, there's a post credit scene mm-hmm. with uh, Thanos. He just turns. Thanos to the camera shows and up. Yeah, yeah. Gabriel. Yeah, Daniel. I'm sure we have a lot to say about how we feel about this one. <coughs> but before we do, mm-hmm. we're gonna go to break. All right. When we come back. We have a game to play. Skill ED. And that's gonna be very exciting. Gabriel, throw us a break. Okay. Welcome back. Hi. Dear listener readers. What's up? To... The only explicit literature show. Slow readers. Comedy fuck. Com- comedy fuck. Comedy fuck. <laughs> that's, a new, that's a new tagline. <laughs> yeah. Comedy hey. fuck. Comedy fuck. Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. Now's the time for us to play a game. I'm drunk. And we're going back to one of our classic games, our mm-hmm. regional games, a little thing we like to call Gatekeeper. 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 Seasons wait for your night. Gabriel. Daniel, I think we only have two games at this point. It's my What's That Quote <laughs> and your Gatekeeper. Yeah. It's because it's easy and it's, it's easy. fun. Gatekeeper, Gatekeeper is both. It's very really simple to do, and I think yeah. it's a lot of fun. I think it's, it's a lot, a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. But that's my quotes, it. I think, are very amusing. They, 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 they are very amusing, yes. Uh, Gabriel? Yes, Daniel. Gatekeeper, for those of you out there who don't know what that is. Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper is a game we like to play where basically I have a subject that's kind of related in some way mm-hmm. to the story that we talk about. Sure. Uh, and basically I have 10 hints slash gates yeah. that will be selected at random by oh you, Gabriel. Oh my God. And basically each of them, uh, okay, uh, basically you start out with 10 points and basically per every gate you get you get a hint. If you don't know, you take you lose a point and move on to another uh, hint. Um, if, if you I ch- if I attempt a guess, if, I guess I also lose a point. Yeah, if you if you guess and you guess wrong, you lose another point. Uh, you can ask a, a single yes or no question for five points. For five points, That'll, so you lose five points in that. And basically, the idea is to first off win with points. Second off, to win with as many points as possible. I think my highest score so far is on the seven points. Yeah, you had seven points, so you're so you're good there. That okay, was a, that was a really fast one. And Gabriel. So this one, all right. This, this episode of Gatekeeper, Gatekeeper, Gabriel, we've read the final installment of a fantasy series. Yes, and across the many media between movies and books and comics and uh-huh. whatnot, yeah, uh-huh. uh, the always the final installments seem to be the most like divisive, controversial, or the most successful, sure, or, or sometimes the most hated. That said, Gabriel, how often has it been the most successful? Successful, like a lot of them, actually. I mean. I guess. I mean, uh, this one. I mean, it depends on also what you mean successful. For example, like for like for example, technically the hiking is more successful than any of the other, except That's maybe the true. first one probably sells the most. Is copies. there a name for the last Game of Thrones book? Uh, yeah. Um, a a dream of spring. Oh. Uh, but even though there Whatever, are Walt Whitman, there are two to go. There is uh, 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 the Winds of Winter, and then a Dream of Spring. If he doesn't decide to make more, anyway. If he doesn't die. If he doesn't die, I mean, it's the last one came out in twenty eleven. Anyway. Uh, he's but, just playing Skyrim all day, you know. He's it. just playing Skyrim. He's still playing Skyrim ever since yeah, he came out. Yeah, good for him. Gabriel? Yeah. This one, for this subject, okay. Gatekeeper, that you need to guess. I'm ready. 
is that can you guess this final installment? Exciting. And basically, I'm not going to say what it is, it, it, but I will say this. It is either a, a book, a film. Okay. Or something else, perhaps. Sure. Uh, this is something you know. Okay. Like, this isn't going to be something like that, like you might have heard of. But All no, right. this is something that you know. Okay. And is it the new season of Jackie Chan Adventures? You got it. Yes! Got in one. Ten points. I'll see about making yeah. an, giving an option saying, like, if you wanted to guess right off the bat, and if you guess right, <laughs> I'll, like, buy you a bottle of booze or something. Oh, hell, that sounds great. But yeah. I'm going to lose an extra point. That's fair. But that's it. Yeah. Gabriel? All right, let's do this. Wait, unless, uh, if you're ready, I'll keep I'll keep track of your points. Okay. Um. So right now, what I need you to do is pick a number between one and ten. Uh, Six. Six, okay. Oh, also, I couldn't ask Daniel innocuous questions. Yeah, like if I like, I won't answer it if I think it's like a little too. too okay. Deep in the moment. But that's it, Gabriel. Your first gate. Okay. 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 The first installment of this series came out in 1981. 81. The cover slash poster art is considered to be legendary. 81. Mm-hmm. That's the first installment. Cover poster. That's interesting. Okay. Um, it could be any medium. Mm-hmm. It's not a video game. Could um, be a video game. I mean, is it Pong? <laughs> could be Pong. <laughs> <laughs> Pong, the final installment comes yeah. out this year. Okay. Okay, it's not a video game. That can't be. It's either a movie or a book series. Um, what year did Dune come out? I- I'm so curious that, like, I feel like if you guess, like, the right combination of these, like, it'll be so obvious, but if you don't... That's what happened last last time, yeah. too, because I happened to log upon, like, the ones that really nailed it for me. Yeah. All right, um, I-, I do not have a guess. Okay, so you're going to go down to nine <sighs> points, and you're moving on. Gabriel, mm-hmm. pick a number between one and ten. Ten. Ten? Okay. <laughs> number ten. Mm-hmm. Mark this down for some Gabriel, number ten. This installment features a showdown between the hero and an evil doppelganger. The installment also had an original ending that was rejected for being too dark. Okay, so this this is already it's already happened. The final installment already happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This isn't. Okay. No. No. This isn't like a theoretical. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. Like okay. Point, oh. Okay. So. A, a doppelganger. Yeah, Sorry. Can you repeat the clue? Uh, this is the installment features a showdown between the hero and an evil doppelganger. Uh, the installment also fe- has an uh, an original ending that was rejected for being too dark. Hmm. Is it Battle Angel Alita? You guessed. No, I'm kidding. No. Um. Let's see. Technically, I shouldn't be answering. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. E one doppelganger, mm-hmm. and it's one I know. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Um. Hmm. That's. Boy, that's tricky. I am very intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not have a guess. Okay. Do you want to move on? Let's move on. Move around. Okay. Go. You're down to eight points. Eight points. Gabriel, I need you to pick a number between one and ten. Two. Two. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. This installment shares no words that appear in the titles of the other installments. What? So, for example, if the first book was if the if this was a book series, sure, and the first one was called the Book of Three, mm-hmm. like the final installment shares none of those words at all. The title? Yeah. Okay. In the title. Eighty-one. Starts in eighty-one. Evil doppelganger. Original ending being too dark. Has a different title than the other ones. 
Hmm. What would have started 81? Boy. Oh, this is. I, I like so far. I feel like you're hitting ones that were like really kind of vague. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like that number ten one was kind of like a like a like a shot in the dark. Joking because there are a lot of stories, especially final ones, that feature an evil doppelganger. This, the hiking has an evil doppelganger. True. Yeah. Is it Ayori Aoshi? Uh, you guess no. That is know. a that's a a semi pornographic romance manga. Cool. Gabriel, anyway, I really I, I normally even by now I at least have a stab, but I got nothing. You got nothing. We want to move on. Let's I mean, move we're on. Let's move on. You're down to seven points. Seven points. Gabriel, let me do this. Gabriel, mm-hmm. pick a number between one and ten. You're holding up your fingers like a German. Yeah, because it's easier to do that. I mean, you could do that. I got it. You can you can hold up your fingers like like Michael Fassbender did. Hey, how anyway, about you pick a number between one and ten, motherfucker. Uh, did I already say six? Uh, you said six, yeah. Okay, um, four. Four. Okay, cool. This installment belongs to a series of movies. The hero has many famous catchphrases. So this is a movie. A movie series? A movie series. 81. Starts in 81. Many famous catchphrases. (laughs) Famous catchphrases. The first installment came in 81. The cover poster art is considered to be legendary. Features an evil doppelganger. Had an original ending that was too dark. Uh, has a different title than the other movies in the series. Daniel, I'm going to... Wait, so am I guessing the, the, the series? No, the or? name of the, this movie, the final installment. The, the name of the final installment? Yes, the name of the final installment. Like, technically, if the... if Because if obviously this isn't going to be the answer. If the answer was, like, Return of the Jedi, then that's the name I'm looking for. Okay. What happened? Oh. Daniel, I'm going to ask my yes or no. Okay. Okay. Has this series been rebooted? I will say yes. And we we go down to five, so you're down to three points. Oh man. So okay. this I like to play bold. I like th- to play bold. This has been rebooted. Okay. okay. Daniel, I'm going to ask I'm gonna make a guess. Okay. Is this final installment Army of Darkness? Is that your final answer? It is. Gabriel. It is Army of Darkness! Yes! 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 Three points. Fuck yeah! I mean, like, you took a guess that was pretty ballsy and everything. Yeah, but, hey. Yeah. I, I I gambled and I fucking Yes! So again, like, uh let me let me go through these the, the other ones as well, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So number one was this installment was released in nineteen ninety two. Okay. Although technically it could have been ninety three because it like came out ninety two in like a like a thing. yeah. Uh, the installment shares no words that were in the other installments. Very true. Because uh, I, I got I was hope- that was very I was like what does that mean? Yeah. Is it a James Bond? <laughs> uh, this installment was written by two brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, only one brother has been involved with all the the installments of the others. That would that would have clinched it. Uh, Someone to a series of movies, yeah. Famous catchphrases. Huh? Yeah. Uh, this this series has spawned a TV show, a 2013 film, video games, comics, and a tabletop role playing game. Fun. Among probably a bunch of others that like you know mm-hmm. clearly this one has this has there's a lot of evil dead shit. Yes. <clears throat> uh, first installment 82 cover art very legendary. Yes. Um, the hero of the series has battled Freddy and Jason in comics. Mm, yeah, that would have been really obvious. The main creator of the series has also worked in Spider Man. Mm-hmm. 
the series is a mix of genres. Inspirations for this installment are a kinetic, uh, Connecticut uh, Yankee in King Arthur's Court, Gulliver's Travels, The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, Jason the Argonauts, The Three Stooges, and Conan the Barbarian the movie. Yeah, yeah. So um, everyone like I, I, I'm sure you all, you all know this, but <laughs> I've been a big Evil Dead fan my mm-hmm. whole life, and really that, that was I, I went for the yes or no because um, I really like the Evil Dead reboot. The, the one that came out I still haven't seen it i i, I, like, I like it a lot looking at, no I'm, it's supposed to be really good i think it's great and like i'm um, a, a friend from back home who's another like horror movie maven he had a lot of problems with it but for me like i just wanted something to excite me and interest me and do mm-hmm. something fun and new and by fuck that and i like jane levy she's one of my favorite actresses yeah it's it, i really think it's really great but all right, Gabriel. Yeah, that's how you win. Yeah. Goddamn gatekeeper. Hey man, I'm proud that I, I I managed to do it right. Yeah, I'm proud of you. You you were yeah. lost. You were really lost at the start. I really was. Uh, and again, like clearly from all those, it's like it. I feel like you selected some really kind of obscure ones. Yeah, I really to, did at the know. start. It's all like, the Spider-Man thing, the brothers thing would have been like, oh, that's that's evil. Death. Yeah, like, but again, that's it. Like, that's also the joy of of. Do, of like the gatekeeper and also selecting them at random and everything. Also, I was really hoping we were going to be like, you know, that 2013 is technically like a continuation. And I'd be like, yeah, a bit. Kind of. Yeah. Like not really. Technically. Soft reboot. Technically it's confirmed. It's confirmed as a soft reboot as opposed to like an actual remake. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Bruce Campbell shows up in the post credits. Yeah. And that doesn't mean anything. It it means nothing. No, it was just like a fun thing to do. That's it. Good job. I should watch that TV show. I never did. Gabriel. Yeah. Good job. I did it. You did it. That said, we're going to go on break. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to use the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to talk about Mavinagians Part 5, all right? The rest of the break. All right, bye. Welcome back. Hi. Dear listener readers. What up, babies? Who? What's up, readers? I'm still Gabe. I'm still Daniel. And this is a show. This is a show. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Hit us five stars. Hit us five stars. Hit us five stars. Oh, boy. All right, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. So. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our feelings, Daniel. I I I like you to start actually okay. because um you know I'm a as we've said many times before uh-huh. this was my favorite still is probably favorite <laughs> kids fantasy series I I've re- I've read this book series many times yeah. High King and um and Terran Wanderer are like my top two of the series yeah and so I'm curious because reading it now as a 32 year old man the the flaws that I recognized as a kid are mm. even louder now. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Listening slash reading it for the very first time. Yeah, no, um, I mean... How do you feel? It's definitely, like, a fine ending to the whole thing. Uh, I, I really appreciate the fact that, like, the dude, like, literally went through... The went, dude! Went, went back and just grabbed any character who popped up in any of the other stories in any shape or form and, like, mm-hmm. had them, like, yeah, at least pop I forgot the Dorath came back. Dorath, Dorath is in it. I was kind of hoping that he was going to be, like, like a kind of major villain, but he really wasn't. He just pops up and then it gets killed by wolves. And shit. Yeah, he gets his throat <laughs> ripped out by wolves. Yeah. Um. But, uh, but no, so, like, it, it, it's kind of... Like yeah no, I've always said this as well from like the previous things is that is that I'm not a huge fan of the fantasy genre. Sure. And and like like again like the things that like usually when you don't care for a genre necessarily like it's really like the tropes that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like the little like the fantasy things and whatnot, like the fantasy genre things like aren't necessarily like that all that interesting. But I've always loved these characters. Yeah. Uh, Fluter, Fluter, Flam, Glue, Elanui, and everything like that. The voice maintains outstanding for every character. Yes, and and Charles Langdon, I think that's his name, uh, is is so great wait, wait, at giving. Wait, do, do his glue. 
Oh, tremble, tremble before glue. Wait, no, say something like, oh, now when I was a, now when I was a giant. Oh, now when I was, a, I feel like I can't, I'm just doing like an old man voice. I was like, when I was a, uh, fuck, I can't do it. All right. You can do it. They also had like, like Grizzle, Grizzle, remember like the- Grizzle from yeah. Parks and Rec? Yeah, him, yeah. No, was the, the guy who was in like, um, he was in the beginning of Black Cauldron. He was a feral folk. He was whiny. Gristle. 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 I'm sorry. Grizzle. Gristle. Yeah, G-Y-S-T-Y-L. You should have figured that out. Yeah, Grizzle. Grizzle box. Man, Grizzle. I don't know. Gristle. Grizzle. Grizzle. So, yeah, Grizzle shows up and I was like, oh, that asshole. Yeah, I love Gristle. Henwen shows up again. Henwen. No, I'm sorry. Just in general. I'm sorry. I'm kind of like rambling a bit. Um, How dare you ramble? It, it's kind of like it reminds me a lot of the first book a little bit, where like it's I didn't have as much I didn't have problems, but like again, like the my problem with reading the first one was that like I I kind of came in expecting something different and said it's like oh it's a fantasy story or whatever, but like hey man read my tattoo it says no expectations no expectations <laughs> <laughs> Rolling Stones but um but no and but like ultimately I always do like these characters and sure it makes sense that. You know, like oh, and they like it's all leading up to Taryn being hiking. I knew he was gonna be, end up being hiking. You did, yeah, just by expectations. <laughs> I, I, I guess so. Like, I, I when I was a kid, it, that that's that shocked me. Like the whole, yeah, I, I feel like that's yeah, I felt like that's what the whole thing is leading up. The whole story is about him not just becoming like, an like going from boy to being a man, but also like gonna be, he's becoming like a good leader. Yeah. So I feel like, well, this is also kind of like a fairy tale thing. So ultimately, it's going to end up with him. And he he pulls the noble worth sword. He he has his own sword in the stone. Yes. Speaking of which, I feel like that's a reference to sword in the stone. Could very well be. Also, I never said this. I I never said this, but I always had this feeling, even from when I first picked it up and whatnot. A really big um uh influence on this would be penis. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, is the the once and future king? Oh yeah. Um. Also, because like Cole is very much going to be like K. You know. Who. K, like AKA Sir K. Honestly, I never and, read Once Future K. Well, have you seen Sword in the Stone? Yeah. Yeah, that's his asshole kind of half brother guy. Cole? It's K-, K. No, but what, what, what Cole was it to you? Well, yeah, but okay, well, in. More like Elodie right, or something. Basically, the idea is that, like, in uh, the Disney animated film Sword in the Stone is loosely based off, of, like, the one part out of the four parts of uh, the novel Once and Future King, which sure. is actually something else put together. Ah, fuck. I'm really forgetting his name. I think I want to say White, but I, I could be getting that wrong. E.B. White? But, uh, but yeah, and in that one, it's it's actually, like, really similar white, to, white like, pig? like Mer- Merlin and whatnot. Sure. But, um, like, if, like that Mule? character of Merlin and whatnot, it's really cool. Merlin ages backwards in hey. uh, The Once of Future King, so he begins as the old man, as you see in Sword in the Stone, and then he becomes younger. Oh. Um, but that said, no. Uh, in Just like in Sword of the Stone, basically, uh, Arthur grows up, like, in some kind of, like, farm or whatnot. He's an orphan. There's like this older, there's like this older boy essentially who's kind of like a stepbrother, but he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, I like and, call that. And essentially, like the idea is that like that whole setup and whatnot, it, that's kind of how the, the book of three begins. And I was like, oh, it's once the future king. No, no, it's loosely. Yeah, again, Cole, uh, K-, K in the once the future king isn't like the outright bully that he is in Sword and Stone. <laughs> sure. So okay, but that as much as Cole at the same time basically kind of like. Does look down on Taryn a little bit, at least in the beginning. What? He's no, he's like a little. He's like me, like all right, yeah, you, uh, you want to be an adventurer, sure, but you know, do responsibility. Cole's just a super good-natured bald dude who, like, like this is the way he's like, oh, you're my little charge, little buddy. <laughs> you want to be a tough guy? Is he's the one who calls him assistant pig keeper, right? Yeah, because yeah. Cole's the pig keeper. Yeah, and he's assistant pig keeper. Yeah, 
And that's what I mean. I mean how dare you He's speak a- ill of Cole? Cole is, a, is Cole in my mind is much more like a um what's his fucking face? Uh Oh no, what's his name? Well, how about this? He's the right-hand man of Kambe in what's it called in uh Seven Samurai. He's a good-natured warrior who would rather not be fighting. Well, yeah, but I mean regard Shichiroji? Regard like basically the idea is that like the idea How about this? Essentially, like, I'm not even like, getting... I'm, I'm, I'm more not, defensive of this property than I thought I was. Yeah, no, well, first off, and again, I want to say as much, no, I'm serious, like, Sir K, who becomes Sir K, a knight in the round table and whatnot, is sure. basically, like, I, I'm seeing, like, that's that's who I think Cole is kind of loosely based okay. on. Okay. That's what I mean. <laughs> Sorry for calling your friend Cole. How fucking dare Sorry you? Sorry if I said it, like, oh, he's kind of, like, a little bit, like, kind of, like, big brothering him, you know? Yeah, I'm like, he's not an yeah, asshole. Jesus Jesus How Christ. fucking dare you? Jesus. Anyway. Go on. So, I like it. I don't know. Gabriel, what's your feelings <laughs> yeah, <that's>, about it? <laughs> okay. Um, I, have, I have a lot of thoughts on this, having reread it again for the first time in quite some time. That I, I think I told you last time. Um, I reread Terran Wanderer every couple of years. But not this one. This not this one. And there were a lot of things I forgot. I forgot the Dorath's even in it. I forgot the cold dies. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff in here that is, is was unfamiliar to me again. Because maybe the last time I read this was, um, I don't know, like, oh, wait. Uh-huh. And I don't know why I did it then, but it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. No, um, I was pleased as an adult male of how much death is in this book. Mm-hmm. That even as a kid, I really appreciated. This is one of the most mature bits of kid storytelling mm-hmm. I'd read ever. This was a very a very strong work of maturation for me mm-hmm. because like when you read kids' books, people don't die people don't grow nothing changes they used they used to definitely they used to i, I feel like reading like Stuart little and shit people died <laughs> yeah like i feel like that's something Madeline's that like, about kids getting like a fucking scarlet fever or something <laughs> i feel like yeah i think uh, that, that's definitely like something in like modern things where like basically like i don't know people tend to shy away from darker materials especially yeah. in the west yeah fucking miyazaki he would fucking make things hard yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd be like i want people to hurt with their, to have their feelings hurt yeah hey it, it's an easy i mean like pixar pixar's about it pixar's all about it pixar isn't you know pe- pixar does some dark things and people go oh my god they went dark and it's like yeah kids stories used to be like that yeah dude when they were cool hey man like if i ever have kids first thing they're gonna watch is inside out over and over again learn first, to be sad you shit first thing they're gonna watch caligula yeah yeah the x-rated version so uh you're saying that um that like the the faults of this kind of become amplified as an adult okay, what, what so, are you talking so about? that was my next big point because i was i was about to say that i really appreciate like the the, the lessons and mm-hmm. the loss that Terran goes through because i think i find that very fascinating uh, that i um, the death of analog clay shaper always stuck with me the death of lonios and of lonman always stuck with me because uh-huh. these are people you you like a lot they're great people and you and there's the exact right amount of time to rebuild them back up your familiarity with them mm-hmm. that nothing is introduced without being taken away mm-hmm. like um we 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 learn about um Flutterflam's harp and how it was given to him by Talisa in the halls yeah. before in this book he crushed he destroys it to save his friends mm-hmm. that nothing is not properly reintroduced but I want to I want to bring up um, Daniel so you said that is um the introduction in this one is that was that in your audio recording as well yeah read by read by uh, read, read by some crazy old, old man named, by some old uh, coot uh, some old John some old Lloyd Alexander yeah so I, I pointed out way before a couple of episodes ago that um, these introductions were introduction. The author's note was in the beginning of the book in the book editions. Mm-hmm. 
in the print ones because they're at the end of my uh, of my your, ebook in your ebooks, which okay. I find very odd because they're written as introductions. Yeah, that's that's crazy because obviously in in the I'm listening to the audiobook and whatnot, and that's obviously it starts the thing. Yeah, so. and I remember very very distinctly a very thick mental memory of reading the introduction to the High King. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, the weird feeling of foreboding because Lloyd Alexander says something like, and if you feel that the, that the Assistant Pig Keeper's choice in the book is either heartbreaking or right, then I've done my job. Something like that, along uh-huh. those lines. That, yeah. Uh, the whole time I'm waiting for this like tragic ending or something. Yeah. You're, I, I was also expecting that yeah. and anticipating uh, yeah. that too. And you're expecting something like, like it's like, oh, is fucking Gurgi gonna sacrifice himself yeah, again? Yeah, is Gurgi gonna fucking kill himself? Like he does in that day? fucking movie where he's like, I have Gurgi no has friends. no friends. And then he throws himself into yeah. the cauldron and dies. So I, I remember uh. reading the book and coming to the end and being like, he gets a fucking happy ending. There's he, not... He only becomes king of Pradane. He only becomes king of Pradane and with the love Alonwe, of his life. Yeah. So that always stuck with me as a weird choice. Maybe I, mean, I feel that, that like the the you're the high king that was slowly built up correctly. Mm-hmm. The thing that gets me like put off as in that was a odd choice, an editorial choice maybe. Well, the whole you said it even Ilunwi's ring thing where it's like oh no there I'm not a princess anymore I'm gonna marry I'm gonna say I marry you yeah that feels tacked on because for me like the proper yeah. tragic ending is that. Taryn stays and becomes king, but he loses the love of his life because she has to leave. And hey. I, I always thought that and when I read the first time I read it, I thought the book was going to end with him getting his happy ending, but of the bitterness of knowing he sacrificed something. Not eternal life, because fuck that shit. Gabriel? Yes, Daniel. You know, what, you know what book actually does do that? What's that? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it ends, and you know what the love story is between that? Mm-hmm. Frodo and Sam. Wait, so who goes and who stays? Frodo goes to the Grey Havens along with all the other magical people mm-hmm. the, and whatnot, the elves, Gandalf, and everyone else. Yeah. Bilbo as well. Uh, and all the, basically, like, quote-unquote, the mortals R. essentially R. Stay, stay behind. And uh, basically, it is a tragic farewell between Frodo and Sam. Oh, well, that's cute. And uh, all they hey, know- the strongest character in the whole series for me is Sam. Yeah, no, Sam, no easily. Uh, like Sam's nobody, shit. nobody's. Uh, some people might be like Gandalf because they love Gandalf, but like, no. I don't know. But that said, oh, uh, I'm dead. No, I'm not. Who that, are you? That said, I'm uh, white now. George R. R. Martin has Full some of real, has some real fun things to say about that. We talk about like it's like this whole thing about like killing characters and whatnot, and how he's like, no, yeah, Gandalf's a great character, and his death was shattering. And he's just brought back and he's nowhere near as interesting. Yeah, what the fuck? But um, but it was like, it, again, that's like another mythological thing. It might even be like kind of like Christianity, you know, even. But, Maybe. but that said, uh, he also makes fun of fucking uh, that Sneech game in, in the Harry Potter book. What's it called? Quidditch? Quidditch, yeah. He makes fun of Quidditch. Well, to be perfectly fair, Quidditch is very strongly anti-trans. Yeah, there's that as well. Yeah, yeah. That, so that straight up, only came out with. Did uh, you know that Quidditch <laughs> is against lesbians? That that only came out um, recently with with uh, Rowling's weird like kind of like asides that she goes back and yeah. basically it clarifies that wizards Dumbledore shit on the floor. Yeah, yeah so, anyway. wizards shit on the floor. Anyway, wait, but, wait, what they shit on the floor? Yeah, that was the thing. You remember that? No. Oh, like a, a couple of years ago, Rowling said that like uh, wizards like in the past used to just shit on the floor. Not not explicitly shit on the floor. <laughs> she said like, "Oh, there was no bathrooms at all because they can just like literally poof their 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 bodily fluids away." So the people were just like, "So wizards are just like shitting on the floor?" <laughs> Gross. I actually just watched a video on of hard a shitting on the floor on hard and soft world building. Uh-huh. That's like really really fascinating. Said that to me. That sounds and, cool. And someone said that like 
Harry Potter is the both the best example of soft world building. Yeah. But also, like, it makes no sense for Rowling to make these inclusions way after the fact because... Yeah, I don't know why she bothered. Because the world is in service to the story as opposed mm-hmm. to building, like, a concrete world. So, like, years later to be like, oh, by the way, wizards shut on the floor and poof the thing away... It never feels right because you're like, what does that have to do with what, anything? Why did you bother adding that? You it built, was fine. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll send that. But yeah, um, so going back to so my ultimate point really is, um, I don't know how you felt about that, but the idea clearly it, it bothered you too. That the the main fault of it. Wait, is which that, one? Sorry. <laughs> the whole thing about Ilanui's ring thing. That oh, oh no, I just, never yeah. mind. Turn my ring and I'm good now. I just I, there's, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. nothing tragic about this ending to me for Taryn. No, it's a, and, it and, necessarily... and maybe it was an introduction that bothered me because it's it it chilled me like being a little kid. Oh, yeah. reading this fantasy book about like oh, Taryn has to make a a choice about grave loss yeah and he loses call who's like a father figure to him he loses like um analog clay shape or another father figure to him it's and then like and then he he, at the end of the book he's like oh i'm not gonna go to the immortal lands to be immortal and i'm i'm sacrificing the love of my life because he doesn't it's fun he becomes he gets everything he ever wanted yeah essentially well technically it's not a sacrifice it's not necessarily what he wanted he's like give he's gifted something bigger than he's ever wanted you know he's yeah he's the high king but um, but I tell you what, no, I, I've had that built up as well. Where like I remember people constantly, like uh, Alexander himself, being like, like you know, uh, I really people keep asking me about that big decision Taryn makes at the very end, and like it's kind of like now it's just kind of. I mean, and, here's the thing though, and this is all the mythological, and this is also why again, Lord of the Rings and this are kind of based on the same stories and yeah. whatnot. Where obviously there's no heaven, mm-hmm. and this is pre-Christianity, so there is that classic idea, that mythological sense of you being rewarded for being like the greatest warrior of your age sure. by you going off into like, like the promised land, Valhalla yeah. or whatever. In Lord of the Rings, it's the Grey Havens, and here it's the Summer Islands or whatever. The um, summer Country. Summer Country, thank you. Um, and, uh, and essentially, like this is that version. So this is, he kind of... In the Christianity sense that I think we would both understand, it's basically like he turns down going to heaven to basically live on the mortal realm. Yeah. So like technically, like technically the hero's journey, you would think that would be the case. But oddly enough, he takes the other heroes kind of ending where that he ultimately becomes he's such like a noble man by the end yeah. that he becomes the king of all the land. Mm-hmm. Also, um, another thing, one last thing I want to say that's connection about the two is that. Uh, fantasy stories also the really good ones are all about basically people making up a mythology for their for like their city their country and whatnot that's mm-hmm. the whole idea about lord of the rings is that he was like britain doesn't really have like a great mythological tale about the start of, of the Mabinogian. that like that's as close as it is but <laughs> sure. like but like Mabinogian isn't really about like creation or anything. Technically, okay. that's that's what like Similarian is actually. That's an but, interesting point. But like, so that's what it is. So technically, if you look at all the great like fantasy stories out there, and in fact, some that are included as fantasy, mm. they're all about like oh, the mythology of like this 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 world, this country, this city, and whatnot. Yeah. That's why once one hundred years of solitude is kind of like you can look at that as like oh, essentially him and creation. Tolkien are doing the same fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I buy that. But um, but that said. Yeah, no, they do the the yeah. So that's that's kind of what this uh, this thing is. Yeah. And also at the end of this story, just like in Lord of the Rings, all the magical beings kind of leave to go off into like heaven, essentially. Yeah. And the the people who remain essentially become like British people. <laughs> yeah, you know? that adds up. Yeah, I don't know. It, it 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 bothered me as a kid, and it bothers me more now. Is it? How about this? Would, I'm, do I'm you, not do, more pleased. Do you want it? 
to end differently or did you just hate the fact that it was built up that way <laughs> i wanted it to end differently how would I, you i feel like I, I i think the proper ending would have been i literally has to go too mm-hmm. that he that Terran must he the, the true sacrifice is his is the choice to serve mm-hmm. not and not be happy because yeah. i think that that is that is ultimately i think a purpose of life that's yeah. that's how i live my life it's not about being happy it's about serving so which is not good but i, <laughs> I, I feel that like i think i think the proper the proper ending for it either either he goes off for a proper happy ending either mm-hmm. he goes to the summer country happy days bye yeah or he chooses to live the life of service like and he finds another woman who isn't like the love of his life mm-hmm. there, there there needed to be a a greater sense of gravity for his decision because mm-hmm. i don't know maybe maybe it's just me but i think that oh a life of paradise and immortality that seems silly i don't know it's fantasy but it, for me the idea that that oh he gets to be with the woman he loves and be king and mm-hmm. he does a job I don't see a problem here. It, I don't want to live forever. That sounds awful. I can totally, I, I can totally agree with what, like, I, I it's, yeah, no, like, I, I totally do see that. And I actually, I do kind of agree. I am wondering, it's like, is that kind of demanding it be a darker, less happy ending for this? And is that, I mean, like, and maybe if they had built it up a little tighter, because the, the <clears throat> Ilunui ring thing feels like it comes out of nowhere as like like two pages he tacked into the thing yeah it's like remember that weird transition in um in civil war captain america civil war uh-huh. where um uh oh, in it's, reshoots it's... it's the and you're being an idiot <laughs> it's like in reshoots they added spider-man and then a super hard cut to to Robert Downey jr being like and you're being a jerk <laughs> It's like he's, he's oh, joking yeah. around about, hey, on the ruse. It, 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 I always point that out whenever I, I, wa- I rewatch that with you because, like, yeah. it's super funny, huh, lighthearted. You're being a jerk. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's, it's, so, it's, 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 it's a, it's a bad, whiplash. Yeah, it's a whiplash. It's it's almost a bad cut. It's it's so serviceable that it's almost bad. It was clearly a reshoot. And I feel like I really wonder if, if that was a request from the editor because it seems like an editorial choice. And I mm. wonder if, if Alexander wanted Taryn to have a more solitary kingly story though he becomes the high king that the tragedy is that he loses the love of his life in in exchange to do the right thing for the people technically i know you're saying that he should he should pay for his dreams a little bit better Mm -hmm. and like yeah and like i I can see that but also like the fact that it just ends with like him and alanwi together i'm also just like yeah no, I'm. Yeah. I, I still love the book. I still love the series. I, I'm like, I'm like fifty. But that's 50 that's there. that's yeah. the flaw. That's the loudest flaw uh-huh. for me is that it feels like a a editorial edition. Okay, it feels it feels too much of like a like a movie script ending as yeah. a attacked on ending. No, I, I can yeah, I, I I can totally see that. It is the book. The book itself, all throughout, it's all about tragedy and loss. There's those wonderful parts where where Taryn is holding that one fragment of pottery because he failed, and yeah. everyone in that town is dead, and he he lingers behind to bury call all by himself. <laughs> all the weights of loss are so heavy on him, <laughs> and very very elaborate. And then, oh, here you, you get a happy ending after all. Yeah, no, it I, seems. It seems. I mean, that that is off. That is uh, also in terms of this being a children's story. Like it makes sense that you can go this dark and be so consistently dark throughout. Yeah, and then, like to do that, you need to have like an uplifting ending because all like the all the darkness basically like kind of like is paid like paid off that way. Mm-hmm. It would. 
I mean, obviously, not necessarily. Like, it would have been that dark if, like, he would have lost Alonwe if Alonwe actually went to the summer country, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, like, like that would have been fine. Essentially, I think it would have been happy other way. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't not work, but this is mm. my problem with the text. Yeah. It's still a happy time. I still love the series. Still but... not enough Alonwe. I always like Alonwe. Yeah. Her character's great. Get more Alonwe, bro. I always feel like she's never really. She's she's always kind of. Like aside from like the actual main action, I don't know if I any... wish there had been a longer portion where it was just her and Gergi. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah, that was, um, I, that was a great. I I love the way that Alexander begins a new chapter about um an individual. Like there's an entire chapter about Dalben. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, speaking of which, Gabriel, we have yeah. we have one little thing we need to do. Uh, it's a little thing brought to us by our old buddies from the East Coast of the Whip Round Podcast. East Coast boys. East Coast guys. Those dirty boys and old dirty Shawnee B. Horny. Shawnee B. Horny. Everyone listen, please, to the Whip Around Podcast for all your weird news needs. Mm. Whip Around one word, not the Fox News show. You'll listen to all uh, dirty Shawnee B. Horny and um, Dr. Phil Laporta. Second place dick lover. Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel? Yes, sir. Jonathan B. Hayes yes. wants to know that you might you actually might have one already and you might have said it already too i think i did twice but like 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 when you think back to having read this and when you mention when someone mentions the high king what is that haze a memory that pops in your head i have so many but my favorite the one that's always stuck with me maybe the most it like, like a moment that like that like continues to inform my own writing that kind of thing mm-hmm. is um is when fluter flam breaks his harp to light a fire for them. Mm-hmm. I, I love that scene so much. It's like, like everyone is dying of fucking hypothermia. Uh-huh. It's it's the furnace scene in Toy Story 3. And he like and he breaks his own harp to save everyone's lives. And it's I don't know. For me a lot of the construction of these scenes is perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's so and this book's all about people giving up things they love. Which makes that ending weird for me. Yeah. But I think that's the moment where they all come back to life because Fluter Flam shatters the thing he loves most and lights it on fire. And they all come back to life. And he has the one harp string that was a gift that turns into gold. It's, I think it's beautiful. I love yeah. it. What about you, Daniel? What is your hazy memory? In ten years from now, someone's gonna be like, "Did you ever read The High King?" What's yeah. your memory? Speaking of which, um, one of them is actually that Dolben chapter. Actually, yes, yeah, I love that chapter. It was a neat little chapter because it's kind of built up that like oh, I forgot. This about is when it. like Dolben's gonna get killed, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. Um, and it's called the Enchanter. The I'm Enchanter, like, yeah. And it just it begins with like uh, Dolben and and Care Dolben is like in bed with Henwin or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah okay which is like let's brush that That's aside one way uh but he, he just wakes up he hears like writers coming in and he hears like oh look it's our time and you're just like oh fuck he's gonna get fucked up get it's like right me. at the it's like right at the end and it's also uh it's a predane the traitor who's predary predary thank he said you predane predary uh, <laughs> the nation the traitor predane the traitor who's like who's like writing in and you just you just imagine being like oh no he's gonna kill dalbin and you know, that's going to be like this thing where like later on when he when uh, Pradari runs into uh, Terran again, that like he's going to be like, yeah, here's your dad's head. Because um, ultimately he's not it's not going to be about fighting Sauron. You don't fight Sauron. You don't fight Sauron. Um, but uh, but now and then that doesn't happen. Instead, Dolben fucking scares everybody away with the wind. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, like, he makes a fire and a wind and an earthquake. And then and then he has like a little mind game with uh, Pradari essentially and then uh, what Pradari touches like the book of three. He tries to steal the book of three. Yeah. Like, like, like Dalben's like oh my poor stupid ass king. Aron sent you to kill me and take the book 
if you kill me, the whole place goes up in flame, and you're dead too. So you're fucked. Yeah. And Pretoria's like, no, no, it's not. I'm gonna take the book of three. And Dalvin's like, don't touch. And then Pretoria grabs the book, and a fucking lightning comes out of the book and like destroys him. Yeah. It's pretty chill. Nice little, just a nice little moment. Technically, like there are more meaningful moments and whatnot. But that was just like one little moment that like it kind of stuck with me. That mm-hmm. whole scene. Also, uh, eggs with smoke in them. I like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Gusto. It's a nice little like kind of like fairy tale kind of thing. I Mushrooms like are fire. Eggs are smoke. Yeah, oh, I dig that. That's it. Gabriel? That being said, uh, we're shoving aside. That's all the end of predained. Predained. We're not going to talk about it ever again. Oh, I want to mention one more thing. Um, <laughs> not not necessarily about predained, but. You and I were discussing, bandying about our next series. Yes. And we were talking about potentially doing the Redwall series. Yes. And that's another great kids book series, which I think tackles very well. It rides this ridiculous fine line where little babies go on adventures and they never get hurt. And then adult characters suffer significant loss and heartbreaking loss. And we just move on with it. So it's that weird kids book balance that I'm very curious about. Yeah, I tell you what, we're going to talk about that in the future, but that's not what we're going to talk about next time. Wait, Lee? Next time, we're going to talk, and thank God I knew this off the top of my head. Oh, okay, I was like, you got you to text this to me again? We're reading All Systems Read oh. by Martha Wells. Let me, let me this, I'll, I'll send you a thing one. Okay. Uh, it is an uh, insanely popular, highly acclaimed uh, new uh, series. I think it's called The Murderbot Diaries. Sure. Um, but basically, it's like four novellas and a full length novel was just released. And then I think there's another novella coming out like next year or something. Okay. So this one isn't even finished. It's actually still going. Mm-hmm. But I suggest I think what we'll do is that we'll we'll dip our tone to this and we'll see how it is. If for whatever reason, we happen not to be too happy with it. Okay. We can go into different directions, including Redwall. Sure. And including, uh, spoiler for the listeners, but I'm we're thinking about doing a little book called Black Leopard, uh, Red Wolf. <laughs> Shit. The Marlon uh, Jones uh, 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 fantasy series, that yeah, book yeah. that came out, which is also a fantasy series that only has one book out. Okay, cool. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. Next time, All Systems Red. Mm-hmm. Gabriel, plug. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done it already, please check out Self-Evident Asian America Stories. It is a cultural heritage documentary podcast about the Asian American experience. Season 2 was going strong. They are great. I love them. I support them. And um, uh, my episode back in Season 1, Episode 3, the talk we were supposed to have, I'm still very proud of it. Please take a listen to that. It's pretty great. Um, it was featured on both the AV Club and San Francisco Public Radio. So, um, yeah, give that a listen because it's all about my life and shit and darkness and oh, blurdy blur. Um, follow me <laughs> on Instagram at read.richards. Read like reading a book. Yes. And one last call to action. Fucking whatever you're doing, give this show a review. Just do it, please, 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 please. You'll suck and your I'm dick. A, I'll suck your fucking dick. I'm, um, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck anything. I'll make a fuck. So much. I'll make a fuck. And um, we'll always write. I'll we'll always read your reviews on air. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, please do. Daniel Plug. Yes, you can uh, buy my. Let me. That's not the. the order <laughs> uh, you can follow you can me on Twitter <laughs> at Top Gun Radio. You can also uh, follow me on uh, Instagram, where Ooh. I've. Kind of taking a little break, but I'll get back to it soon. When I fucking feel yeah, like it. Yeah, the same. Uh, all the BLM stuff. I'm like, now nah, it's not the time. To BLMs. Book yeah, covers. people kind of like want to keep talking about like that and whatnot and do this. Plus, on top of this, I was getting really shitty reach too. So, mm. but that's it. Uh, on Instagram slow readers. 
Um, that said, you can buy my fiction right now at any at all any and all ebook retailers. They can get the physical editions only on Amazon. They are the Shadow from the Deep and they cook in the kingdom. Totes. Gabriel. Yeah. That's the end of the show. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week for All Systems Robot. Yeah. This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topcountradio.com. Mm-hmm.